Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Tuesday, everyone. And oh my gosh, it's a transformational Tuesday here, a testimonial Tuesday here at Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, another impromptu podcast with a guest. And I'm so excited. I have been having some inquiries as of late, you know, here on Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. I've been going for almost three years. Um, this started out as a sales coaching podcast, helping you have health experts, wealth experts with wisdom that really was more about living your best life as a salesperson. Now it's it's transformed as I have transformed. So I'm bringing on different guests. I'm bringing on some mind-blowing guests and some people are going like, what are you talking about? Mead? Mead? You know, Lois, you've been talking openly about your binge drinking habit. You know, alcoholism runs in your family. And why would mead help me in my health or my wealth or my wisdom? And so I'm so excited that I met Aaron Pine, uh, gosh, two weeks ago, maybe. Three, yeah. I don't even remember now. And mead had been showing up in my life you know the signs and the universe just were like colliding and saying here mead check this out and i was always a wine or whiskey kind of gal then i went to beer and then i was slowly kind of weaning myself off not wanting to demonize alcohol knowing that alcohol is spirits knowing that there's more to the story you know long before prohibition and all of these things Alcohol was actually a sacred medicine. And when I attended that mead ceremony at the, the Dragon's Nest, where Aaron gave this beautiful three, three and a half hour ceremony telling us the history of mead, I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of the missing links for me personally because of my ancestors and my, my own history and struggles with alcohol. And so, Aaron, I'm so grateful to have you here today to... To bring more education clarity as to the why, because I'm I'm still new. I don't even make my own mead. Um, sure. <laughs> so I'd love for you to share. I know you're an energy healer. You're a lifelong meditation teacher. You're an artist. You've you've written amazing, beautiful books, and you you host private mead ceremonies. So how did you get to be doing all that? Yeah, yeah. So um, thank you for having me on here and getting to share this this magic. Um, gosh, you know, I really had my, I'll say spiritual awakening when I was about 17, 18, which is just about 20 years ago. And, uh, my gifts came in very strongly. I met my first teacher, um, you know, it was my first class as this young kid with these, these older women and Mike, I was like, what am I doing in here? But both she take us on these journeys to connect with our spirit guides and energy healing. And it was just, just like full blast superpower. And like, I was seeing all the guides and healing and was, uh, just very natural for me. Uh, to do these things and very quickly started uh, opening a practice and started teaching others and helping others with healing. Um, so that's been my pretty much my life, you know, since then is just dedicated to helping people understand these spiritual dimensions. You know, 20 years ago, it was a little bit less common, uh, especially I grew up in Ohio. I was in Ohio at that time. It was much more rare. And now, you know, more and more people are, are opening up to these things. But uh, it's been my lifelong quest to help people connect into these other dimensions and the mead uh, itself, I, I never was a drinker. My parents weren't drinkers. Um, you know, growing up teenager, 18, 19, 20, I was around, you know, friends that were all drinking. And I just like, I would try to get to drink with them, but nothing would like, my system would just be like, nope, nope, nope. But then the first time I had mead was at a Renaissance festival. And I was like, oh, th this is, yeah, I can get in on this. This is, <laughs> there's something about this. Uh, at that time, it was very hard to find outside of a Renaissance festival. There wasn't much of it. Uh, and then over the last 
10 years, I'd say, it's really started to make a comeback and there's more meteries popping up and different companies uh, producing it. And so mead has this ancient history to it. Um, and some people maybe have heard some tales of, you know, like the Norse gods drinking it, uh, Thor, Odin, like that. Um, but it goes way, way back. I mean, I was, I was researching some stuff the other day and there's, there's evidence of it hundreds of thousands of years ago in ancient Africa. Um, and so it goes way back. Most likely other alcohols were derived from it, beer and wine, you know, that, that mead was there first. And it contains a lot of the healing properties of honey. I've had people come to me with meat ceremonies, having stomach ailments, migraines, um, and those things go away, colds, flus, things like that. They drink it. It helps clear that out of the system. Um, I've seen a few people actually make mead with very specific healing properties with different herbs in it. So it's the, it carries a medicinal uh, aspect to it. It was used as medicine in a lot of ancient times across different cultures. Oh. And the unique thing about it is we've got um, most alcohols, right, are being derived from one plant, grapes, hops, rice, potatoes, whatever. You're, you're, you're getting the spirit and the essence of that one plant. Mead is honey-based. So it's, of course, nectar from flowers, alchemized into honey by the bees. So it carries, at, at its base, is a very different essence, different qualities, different physical properties. And then energetically, uh, from my experience, you know, working with it for myself and with meditation, uh, with creativity, it can actually open up the creative channels. It actually can draw more of your spirit in to mm. your body when done with this right intention and understanding. Most alcohol is, you know, alcohols have an effect of disassociating you from your emotional body, um, suppressing your emotional body. Um, which is why most people drink, right? They, they, there's a lot going on and they're having trouble dealing with it. So drinking is a way to just sort of like negate those feelings or negate where you feel self-doubt or negate where you feel limited, right? So mead actually calls forth more of who you are into this world. It can help transform those emotions when done in a proper ceremonial setting. And that's why it was used in a lot of initiations and a lot of ceremonies as a gift from nature itself to help you release the heaviness of life, to help you transform the heaviness of life. And that's why you see it in mythologies throughout Europe and a lot of other places as this drink of the gods, as the nectar of the goddess, as a gift from these divine levels. And so it actually is calling you into your divinity. It actually brings you back into your divine state, your divine child state, your divine playful state. Um, so mead is this soma, is this medicine, is this nectar of this divine nature. It is, if you will, divine light in liquid. <laughs> and you'll you'll also see this connection with the bees, right? And in many ancient mythologies, bees were the messengers of the gods, connected with the goddess. There's a lot of ancient bee priestess lineages. Yeah, Mother Mary. Europe, Mother Mary. Mother Mary. Study so her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, throughout Greece, Ireland, I mean, it's all over. There's there's variations of it, but throughout all these ancient civilizations, there's a lot of connection with the bees, with the honey, uh, and with the mead. And so we're we're tapping back into that. And you know, I've done a lot of research into this and, and understanding this. And then in my own connection with my gods, they were like, Aaron, you need to bring this forth again. This is 
ancient medicine. It was basically suppressed, partially economics, partially, I believe, some of the suppression of magic in the Middle Ages. Um, and so I'm working to bring it back to help people understand uh, the original intentions of it, how to use it, how to implement it, um, how it can actually bring health and, and healing and, and openness to you and um, be used in its original purpose. Um, and there's a lot of other things we're, we're, we're experimenting with, you know, mixing this with other medicines, uh, mixing this with meditation, <laughs> right? Um, I enjoy, you know, I do a lot of creative stuff. I'm constantly, you know, friends, like, I can't believe how much you put out. Like, I'm creating new books, meditation journeys, adventures, like, all <laughs> kinds of events, like, constantly. <laughs> and and not that I needed, but the meat sometimes is a helpful thing just to kind of open those channels sometimes. And it's not, I'm not drinking it all the time, but I have kind of sacred times. So I'm like, okay, let me, a little glass of meat, it kind of opens up if there's certain things I want to connect with. It has its own frequency and energy that I've become accustomed to. So I know, you know, it's like a friend. I know when, you know, it's an ally, when to connect with it, what to use it for. So I love um, that. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great reminder too, because you're using it in a sacred way. And it's interesting that the word sacred also sounds like sacral chakra, mm -hmm. and you're talking about creativity. Yeah, I can speak to that, and I'm not going to give all the credit to the mead because there's a I'm doing a lot to heal and to 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 show up and mm -hmm. and play a, a bigger life because I was so so numbing myself. I was so mm -hmm. so dissociating myself because they. The teachers that I work with, especially along the Ayurveda Kundalini path, mm -hmm. they say the primordial number one cause of dis-ease is not living your true nature and purpose. Right. And so I turn to alcohol, I turn to, to workaholism, social mm -hmm. media, all of those things, mm -hmm. all of them are actually neutral at the end of the day. They don't That's say, right. hey, they don't say, hey, come drink <laughs> me, or social media doesn't say, hey come abuse me, stay oh, right. in hours on me, you know, and destroy oh. your life while you're doing it. Right. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's of those, those wounds and those pains, and us not living our truth that causes us to abuse things and yeah. like alcohol. So I think it's just a really important topic of conversation. I don't, mm -hmm. I had never heard anybody talking about it and, and, and true story. Like when I met you and I've been studying Woden and Freya mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's polytheistic, gods that you know back in the the middle ages even before then they were like no you know if people witches were burned at the stake and right. you know all of this suppression because the more you know about your truth the more powerful you can be the less people or things can can control you and yeah. and living in a consumerism society you know that's mm -hmm. That, that appears to be a bad thing. And my ancestors actually, um, there was a lot of shame and I, I, I believe I got to the root cause of the alcoholism that ran in my family mm -hmm. because back in, I don't even know what year it might've been, 400 AD was the, the Christians came, the conversion came and they were killing and forcing, it was feast or famine if you didn't convert. Right. And part of my ancestors, they, they, they loved music, laughter and mead. and right. One night they drank too much. They were trying to warn people in the villages about mm. this this conversion and the the possible dangers they were facing. And and unfortunately they 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 slept in and didn't mm. hear the, the Christians coming. And all of a sudden, boom! The village was under siege. Okay. There was a lot of shame and a lot of judgment and self 
criticism and pain in it. And if people don't understand like the real root causes of why you may be drinking too much or why you may not be living your true nature and purpose, I feel like this is opening up a door for me to have these conversations. Um, And I'm just so grateful for you. So I I just wanted to share that. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. That's huge. That's huge. Um, Yeah, that's that's a big piece of you know, me itself being part of so many ancient civilizations, tribes, cultures, you know, as um, a sacrament, if you will, right? Part of their celebrations, part of their uh, initiations and transformations. It was all, you know, together (laughs) and and their celebration of life and uh, honoring that and honoring life and nature and the blessings of nature. And then, yeah, a lot of that, right, was, was suppressed was destroyed uh we're disconnected from that right and disconnected from nature and you know instead of worshiping outside we worship in the church and right all those changes that happen and um you know even christianity they have wine is the blood of jesus and you drink the wine and uh, (laughs) um i don't know i find if i drink some wine i'm like groggy and i get a headache and i feel not so good (laughs) right but if i have some mead and uh, you know, usually if I drink maybe, maybe a glass, maybe a couple glasses, special thing, you know, the ceremony, a few glasses, I feel fine afterwards. I don't feel any headache. I don't have a problem. I've never, you know, I always check with my people. Nobody's ever had an issue or feels bad in any way afterwards. And a lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, I don't drink, Aaron. You know, I can, my body feels bad right away. I get a headache. I'm like, try this. They drank it. They're like, oh, I feel great. Like, no problem. <laughs> no problem the next day. So it's a whole different thing. And, and it's it's allowing us to connect back to the sweetness of nature uh, that our ancestors were connected to. So, yeah. I love that. And I want to share one quick testimonial. And then let's talk about Thursday night. Um, yeah. But I will tell you this because I haven't yet. Since I saw you two weeks ago, I've had mead twice. And mm-hmm. it was... It was interesting because normally about once or twice a week, I'll still have some wine or some beer because again, I personally am not a fan of the abstinence model. I, everyone's got their own journey and I respect all paths and decisions on that. I just sure. know I've had quite a journey and a lot of education and, and trusting my intuition and my guides. And I can honestly say I had a leftover bottle of wine and the other day I took it out because of course, why waste the wine, right? right. You know? <laughs> And I poured it and like immediately I was just like, I don't want this. <laughs> and I've never, ever, <laughs> ever had that. And then the other day I had the opportunity to have some beer and I didn't. Uh-huh. And so my consciousness is like, remember that mead, you know, right. that spiritual sacred elixir. So I, I'm only, you know, a few weeks in, but it was just a, it was a big, big shift for me. So I just want to tell people out there who are maybe a little leery, um, Mm. like, you know, I had a bad relationship with alcohol or I abused it. And and I'm I'm certainly not, um, you know, trying to convince anyone. Uh, It's just, just more of a, had I not been willing to to try it, had I demonized and said, no, I can't even do mead because I just don't want to take the chance I missed out on some, some, some big shifts and other things have been happening behind the scenes that I can't help but wonder that I'm raising my consciousness with the, the mead. Right. And again, only maybe three times in the past three weeks have I mm. had it. Um, so I just wanted to, to share that as well. Cause I think it's, 
it's profound. So let's yeah. talk about the Thursday night ceremony that's here in Vista. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I'll say too, I've, I've seen that with a few other people where they were with still like some wine or something and then they have the meat and then they, if they start, there's a, there's a change like, oh, this is way cleaner. My system prefers this. I still, you know, get that like joyous, playful experience and it's way better. So I, you're not the first one to, <laughs> to share something like that. With yeah, and I was even craving more so healthier for, food. Like the other sure. day, someone brought a salad with celery oh, yeah. in it and I, I was like, oh my God. Uh, celery looks so, so good <laughs> again like you said going back to nature going nature. back to That's nourishment it. and sacredness and the divine That's feminine it. energy i feel like i had lost a lot of that over the mm -hmm. years and mm -hmm. so i just feel like there's a lot of connections and sparks going off totally perfect i love it yes um so yeah um this thursday may 4th at your beautiful place uh we're going to be doing another meat ceremony and the ceremony, it's about three and a half hours. And so I'll have a variety of, of local meats for everyone to try. Um, you know, at its core meat is, is honey and water and yeast. Uh, but there's different varieties that a lot of people make with different fruits and different herbs and spices. Um, some are drier, some are sweeter. So just like other wines and things, you know, there's a lot of variety. So I'm going to have different ones for you to try. You can see which ones resonate with you. Uh, and then I'm going to be sharing some of the ancient mythologies, poems, stories, um, the history of mead more in depth and then, uh, you know, some time for questions and answers, uh, sort of thing. And then after that, we're going to dive into a healing meditation journey and the mead's going to be working with your system. Uh, I've been, as I mentioned earlier, you know, teaching guiding meditation journeys and healing for over 20 years now. So I blend all of that together to allow you to go on a deep journey with the mead inside yourself and lift a lot of the, the heaviness and transform your system and open that up. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have some time to share afterwards about the experience. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's both fun, <laughs> entertaining. Uh, you get to, to sample the delicious meads and then we do this, this deep dive healing journey. So you're getting sort of a mini session with me as well. Um, and we set up a beautiful altar and have all the things there. Um, and it's, it's a great way to, experience the mead and the variety of meads and kind of connect with it in that ceremonial way so that as you go out on your own, like you've been doing, right, you'll, you'll kind of have, um, you know, I, I give you all the insider tips, <laughs> right, of how to find the mead and, and where to go and, and kind of how to start bringing that into your life in your own sacred way. So, yeah, that's this Thursday night. Uh, six yeah, it's on, I think it's really cool. May the 4th, may the 4th be with you. Right, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Oh, by the way, it's also a full moon the next day and a lunar eclipse. So okay. it's, 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 and you talked about heaviness. I just want to make sure that people, not that you need to buy into astrology or, or anything, but if you're noticing a lot of heaviness in your life, there's a lot of energy um, happening this week. Yeah. So yeah. it's also a great way to come and be with community and yeah. have some sacred medicine and, and really tap into releasing that heaviness. So I hope you guys can make it um, reach out to me. And of course, Aaron, uh, how can people find you here as we wrap it up? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you can go to Aaron, A-R-O-N, Pine, P-Y-N-E.com. And I'll take you to my main site. Uh, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, you can also check out innerrealmsjourney.com, which is my new adventure meditation platform and game. Um, and you can sign up for the free trial there. That's going to take you into the realms across the tree of life. Uh, it's all guided meditations. You're going to connect with your avatar. Uh, you're going to really connect with who you truly are, your true essence, and start to bring that to life. We've got a whole kids program as well. 
uh, mm. on there as well. So you can check that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Get them, get them started young. Yeah, totally. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful. I do have one more question. I, I'm going to, even though this was an impromptu podcast, I, I do always close with the same question with all of my guests, Aaron. And yeah. I'd love to hear your answer. When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, which is, a message I got from the divine to call this podcast um, over three years ago. Uh, what uh, what comes to mind when you hear healthy and wealthy and wise? Mm. I think that's about for me. That's being in touch with your true purpose and your true essence, like your frequency, your quality, what I call your avatar, because that is your natural state. As you restore your connection to that, because most of us have been right. We've got these these veils of disconnection for different reasons. As mm -hmm. we return to that that brings forth our wisdom our vibrancy our energy our life force uh which brings the health and also brings the wealth right we're we're, we're generating from our own life force and wealth might be money it might be uh, just the way we live there's mm -hmm. a right like wealth is not just one thing it's it's the state and experience of your life and so if you're generating that from your true essence you're going to be connected to your passion your purpose your joy and then everything starts to synergize around that and why you are and who you are comes into alignment. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. If you are joining us on the replay, if you see value in this show, please, please hit the share button if you're inside of my Facebook community. Also, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Lois Kofi Enterprises on YouTube. This is always kind of how I like to roll. I just uh, get divinely guided to have these amazing monologues or amazing guests short notice. So if you want to stay on top of things, um, you can also join my Telegram channel. And all of that information is in the show notes, um, as well as if you want to become a subscriber to my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise community and, and be able to heal, um, raise your vibration, raise your frequency, attract better health, attract better wealth into your life. Again, whatever that means for you, um, please consider that. And you can always, always go to my resources page at loisacofi.com forward slash resources. And I hope to see you guys who are local to come to our uh, in-person event Thursday night with Aaron. Uh, it could be a life-changing event for you as it was for me and my husband, I might add. He had some, some great stuff as a result. Um, so hope you guys can come. Until next time, I'll be back on Friday with another guest. So hopefully we'll see you guys there. Um, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now.